Do you ever get really cocky on Sundays and think, I don't need to prep for my week. It's fine. I can do it on Monday. I've got free time. I don't need a meal plan. I don't need to get my life together for the week. I'll do it tomorrow. And then what happens without fail every time? You'll get burned 100% of the time. Oh my gosh. I had very good intentions of not prepping things on Sunday because it was my birthday and getting everything done on Monday. And I got exactly nothing done on Monday. So now I feel like my whole week is going to be off. I have no food for lunches. I didn't go grocery shopping. I just am feeling like off. And you know what happens is the universe always teaches you a lesson. Like I used to do it when I was going to the radio station super early in the morning. If before I went to bed at night, I said, I'll just print out the prep that I need in the morning. That's when my printer just wouldn't work. Right. It wasn't out of paper. It wasn't out of ink. It just wouldn't work. So like today you were out running errands and there was a gas main break. So I was caught in traffic for way longer than I thought. I also showed up at a store to get an errand done. I showed up an hour before they opened. It's just been like that all day. That's the universe telling you. Never defy the Sunday. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the Furminator Pet Brush thing. It's so good. Or is it the Fur Eliminator? I don't know what it's called, but it's um, the most expensive pet brush I will ever buy and it's worth every penny. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for the beautiful weather we had in Atlanta yesterday. Yes. Springtime, I see you. I saw something that's like, okay, so the Super Bowl happened Sunday, obviously, but I saw a beautiful human alert related to the Super Bowl and sent it to Jeff. And I actually got it from the Upside uh, Facebook group. Yes. If you're not a part of that, join us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash group slash Callie and Jeff. And I loved it. Here's the headline. And it, the headline pretty much says all you need to know. Chiefs player pays adoption fee for all shelter dogs after Super Bowl victory. How cool is that? So his name is Derek. I think you say it naughty. And um, he won the Super Bowl on Sunday and then announced that he was going to pay the adoption fees for all of the dogs, every single one at the KC Pet Project Shelter, um, and that's 117 dogs. So he had a partnership with the shelter throughout the season where every time the Chiefs won, the next day, like the first dog that would be adopted the the day after a a Chiefs win, the fee would be paid for by him. I love that. And that was his thing. And he's like, how do I top this now that we've won the Super Bowl? And it's any dog that was in the shelter before the Super Bowl, he's covering that adoption. I feel like fee. that's something you would do. Yeah. Be like, we just won the lottery. I'm going to go to six pet shelters and I'm going to pay for all the dogs to get adopted. I would do that. And I would also do the school lunch things. Oh, like, yeah. That's so important. Where kids can't have a hot lunch at school because they like the, the fact that there's like a nine year old in debt bothers me. It that well, here's something that I've learned, and this is over the course of working in news is no matter um, 
what is going on at home, it's never the fault of the child. Right. And that's just, that breaks my heart every time I see it. Uh, it just breaks my heart. I just don't know. I, is that something that happens in every school or is it just schools that are in tough, like income zones? Or I think, um, the Cause, lunch cause, thing, the lunch thing happens at a lot of schools. Now d- schools have different policies on it. So a lot of schools will say, make sure this child is fed and then we'll figure out the debt with the parents later. And I think that's like decently common. Um, but there are also amazing organizations, um, that help kids supplement food, like also on the weekends, because I had never thought about that. Oh yeah. The back, the backpack buddy programs and stuff. Yeah. The one that I knew about was blessings in a backpack. And I hadn't thought about kids that get lunch at school. It might be their only meal that they're getting that day. And what happens when they go off, they go home for the weekend. That's a big thing too. It's summertime when kids go home for summer, huge thing, not having access to daily nutritious food. Yeah. It just, it breaks my heart and it's so unfair because again, it's never the fault of the child, what they're, they're, family might be going through. So anyways, that was a side note I did not expect to take, but I'm glad to hear that you would do that if you won the lottery. Let's put that on our list. Uh, the Super Bowl, another Super Bowl, just a couple Super Bowl related things, because this is the first show that we have recorded since the Super Bowl happened. So we haven't had a chance to talk about this. But my favorite, I think, Super Bowl related story is the Demi Lovato decade old tweet story. I love that story. Demi Lovato sang the national anthem at the Super Bowl on Sunday and uh, sometime on Sunday, a tweet resurfaced that she wrote on September 7th, 2010. So obviously Super Bowl Sunday a decade ago. And it said, one day I'm going to sing the national anthem at a Super Bowl. Love it. One day. And she sent that out and it came true. She put it in the universe and it came true. Yes. Like that's a form of a vision board. She used Twitter as a vision board. She did. I and it's it's gonna sound hokey if you don't believe in that kind of stuff, but I one thousand percent believe in that kind of stuff. You have to visualize and imagine, and I don't even like the word imagine because that that to me seems pretend. You have to act as though the outcome is already happened. Like it's a non-negotiable. Yes. Like you have to perform as though you are going to sing the national anthem at a Super Bowl and it's a given. Like you can't even question it. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard to get into that headspace and live in that headspace. But if you can do it, the the magic happens. Like it just does. One of the... um winning Super Bowl players. And I wish I could remember who it is, but I heard on the news yesterday that he said one of, you know, he was saying all these inspirational things. And he said, if your dreams aren't bigger than you are, there's something wrong with your dream. Right. A hundred percent. And if you are a world star athlete or performer or whatever, you have never spoken in your life about only being mediocre. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, like, Matt Ryan from the Atlanta Falcons didn't play football all growing up and in college and, 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 uh, joined the pros to say, well, I hope someday I just have some more winning seasons than losing. Yeah. Like he got into the game to win a Super Bowl, And that sort of competitiveness is what makes 
separates, I think, magic people from just everyday people. And I want to be magical. So I copied Demi Lovato. Okay. So what did you put out? I sent out two tweets and I just cut and pasted hers, but changed the goal. Mm -hmm. One of them was, I want to give a TED talk that changes people's lives. Oh, that's a great one. Like I want to give a, a TED presentation that's life-changing. That's number one. And then the other one I sent out is a little more superficial. I would like a 20-minute conversation with Ellen DeGeneres on to talk about kindness for this podcast. Wow. Okay. That's so cool. I the, like it. Those are mine. Do you have one off the top I of your head? I do have one. Uh, one. And this is funny that I'm putting this out there because as it stands right now, this is nothing that I would feel comfortable doing. But I, um, I know I forget what the language is, but one day I will headline with you. We will be the headline speakers at a major event. Like a TED Talk mm -hmm. or a stand-up comedy show. I don't know. <laughs> Do we need to sign you up for Lace's class? No. Got it. Uh, I put this on Instagram and asked you to leave us voicemails. 800-434-5454 uh, if you want to use our show to put it out there. Here are some of the ones that have already come in. This is Ashley. On one day, I'm going to open up my own school for children with intellectual disabilities. That's a good one. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Michelle in Pennsylvania. I was calling uh, from your Instagram post, Jeff, about saying something that you will do one day. A lot of inspiring posts, I'm sure. But one thing that I will do one day is voice over a cartoon. Um, I would love to be in a Disney movie. That's just something I've always wanted to do, and I think it would be fun. And then to look back and be like, oh, wow, that's so cool. My mom did this voice for this character uh, for my children. Love you guys. Keep up the great work. Hi, my name is Stacy. I am calling because I just saw Jeff's post on Instagram and I just wanted to put this out in the atmosphere. One day I'm going to work on an event at the Super Bowl. I'll help plan an event around the Super Bowl, at the Super Bowl, or for the Super Bowl, whether I'm working for one of their clients, Visa, Verizon, or whether I'm working for the NFL. But one day, I will be there doing what I love and what I'm great at. Have a great day, guys. 800-434-5454 if you want to leave us a message and put your one day out there. I love that. All right. Uh, and then the last Super Bowl thing is something I thought of that is completely ridiculous. But if somebody could remind me in January of next year that I want to do this, but I think our show that we do, like the Friday, our podcast that we record the Friday before the Super Bowl, I think we should record it like as a live event with and have a band there. Mm -hmm. And then in the middle of the show, just announce that it's halftime and then have the band perform like three songs. And then we come back on and we just continue with the rest of the show. And we, we <laughs> insert into the middle of our podcast and we can even have like some commentators to talk about how the first first half went oh my gosh while the band sets up that's then, funny then the band will play like three songs and then after they play the three songs half of the audience will hate it half of the audience will love it and then uh the commentators will come back on and say well here's what we can expect in the second half of the show and then we'll finish the show perfect we'll, we'll just insert our own halftime we can even get sponsors 
Perfect. I mean, I can't. Oh my gosh, we need Coca Cola to sponsor our halftime show. Yeah, we do. Oh my gosh, that would be hilarious. The Coca Cola Podcast Halftime Show. Yes, we got Coke. So into this. Who? All right, Coke, you're listening. Kate and McRae, make it, make it happen. You know where to find us. (laughs) We're putting it. We're putting it in the works now because we'll have to announce our performer like months ahead of time. Right. And a huge press release. Maybe there's like a press conference. Yes. <laughs> done. The, the Super Pod halftime show sponsored by Coca-Cola. It's all coming together in my head. Last week, I was riveted by a conversation uh, that I had with some coworkers and Robin, who's like my boss and kind of my boss, uh, said that she from her therapist, like a behavioral coach that she works with, had a question And the question was, what four things do you have to do in a day to call it a fulfilling day? So like when you've been through the greatest day, what four things have happened? And I don't even remember what we said. Like mine was, I would like to cook and serve like a really good meal, like mm-hmm. to entertain people or I cook meal. I want mine had to be like outside at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember. I have my. I wrote mine down in a notebook because I thought it was so neat. I can't remember off the top of my head. But mine was uh, help a friend in some way. Yep. Like be whatever. Uh, mine was get some sort of recognition. Or just acknowledgement from you, Jeff, or my coworkers, or whatever. And another one was just do some form, have some form of downtime. So I thought it would be uh, really funny to have parents ask their kids, their young kids, what four things need to happen in a day for them to have a good day. Yeah. And y'all did not disappoint. I sifted through a bunch of messages uh, and I've narrowed it down to three, two voicemails and then one that we got on Instagram. The first one is Blake. Hi, my name is Blake. I know the four things that you guys told us. I brush my teeth. I listen to the upside. I get a compliment. I do my math. Bye. I couldn't figure out what he said at the end. I do my best or do my math. Well, I thought it was two different things. I think it ended with do my math. Right. He's So his four things were listen to the upside, brush his teeth, get a compliment, and then at the oh, end. Oh, was it get a compliment? Okay. And then he said, do my best or do my math. Neither one is good. Yeah. So thank you, Blake. Hi, this is Jen from Marietta, and I'm here with my daughter Maria from Marietta, who's 10, and we're calling about the four things she needs in a day to make it a fulfilling day. She's going to tell you. Okay, so I want to have a good lunch, and at school, there are just those days that you do nothing and do fun stuff, and that's good to have a good day. Be with my family and get a good sleep. Those are solid answers. Yeah, and you know, I know exactly the school day that she's talking about. It's like when it's pizza day, you know, they're serving pizza at lunch. You get to watch a video in a class. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, good lunch days. That really can make or break a school day. Like, we had chicken tendy day at school. Big deal. And I don't know if this is a big deal down here, but like growing up in upstate New York, when the weather started to get nicer, Jim... Like the first phys ed class that was outside mm-hmm. instead of in the gym was always a big deal. Like, because the weather was nice enough to actually go outside yeah. wearing shorts or sweats and just a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So that was always good. And then 
without fail around the first nice day of the year, there were always teachers who would say, you know what? We're just going to have class outside. Yes. Those were the best days ever. And everybody would grab their notebooks and grab their books. And I remember we would walk across the parking lot and there was like a lawn in front of the school. Yeah. And we'd just hang out there. That was always great. Okay. And then this is um, River and her mom, Laura, and they sent us a message on Instagram okay. with uh, her four things. So what four things have to happen for you to have a perfect day? Watching a movie. Watching a movie. Okay. Take a bath. Take a bath. Tickling. Tickling? <laughs> and what else? Watching TV. You already said a movie. Oh. Uh. Uh, what about the animals? Yeah, go to the go into the zoo. Oh, and go to the playground. Playground. Those are good. And okay. take a bath. And what? Take a bath. Take a bath. Still in there. Taking a bath is so fun. <laughs> So she, I forget how when you were a kid, bath time was a really big deal. Like it's like a uh-huh. point of a pivotal point of your day. Yeah, it was like yes, it's it's the child equivalent of like lunch hour. Yes, you count down to it. You're excited for it. Um, for me, the pivotal point when I was growing up was always because we didn't we we weren't a big dessert family. Like we didn't have dessert after dinner or anything like that. Okay, but every night. I was allowed, like at about 7 p.m., 6.37, I don't know what time it was, because we would eat dinner at 4.15 every night. Oh, my God, that's so weird. It was when my dad got home from work. So Preparing he, you for marriage with me is what that is. He Actually, we would he would get home at 4.15, and we would eat like between 4.30 and 5. Okay. I remember that. And then like an hour and a half later, I was always allowed to go into the kitchen and pick one snack. So like one snack would be like two chips of Hoy chocolate chip cookies. If So you had dessert? Yes. We but, didn't even have sweets in our house. But it wasn't called like, like we didn't have dessert, like where you're sitting at the table. So I would, from the end of dinner, I would think about and in my head, like negotiate and be like, oh man, I could have two cookies or a handful of Doritos. Like it was always something <laughs> small, right? So I'm like, how many Doritos could I put in Will one you hand? say that funny? What? Doritos. 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 I, how many Doritos could I <laughs> there put? You go. In my hand, because then, you know, you put them on a napkin or whatever. And that was it. So, um, Is that why you always like to have a snack after dinner? Probably. It's probably a terrible habit, but <laughs> I liked it. But that was like my big thing. Like there was so much pressure. Your whole day like revolved around that very important choice. Yes. I understand. We want to thank a few sponsors for making our show possible today. When it comes to building a better mattress, Brooklyn Bedding literally owns it. Every sleep solution is American-made in their very own state-of-the-art factory in Phoenix, Arizona, where they custom-craft a mattress just for you. Two brothers, John and Rob Merwin, started 25 years ago as a master craftsman of mattresses, learning everything there is to know about building a quality sleep solution. Now, we've been sleeping on the Elite Spartan by Brooklyn Bedding, featuring individually encased coils and proprietary comfort foams with a smart fabric cover. Now, what makes the Spartan so advanced? It absorbs our body heat and transforms it into far infrared rays of energy. They get emitted back to us for a more restorative sleep. The Spartan also has Titan Cool, which responds to individual body temperature to give us the perfect sleep environment. 
I'm not entirely sure how it all works, but I do know that both Callie and I are sleeping cooler. Neither one of us are waking up in a sweat anymore because the mattress just knows how to keep us at the perfect temperature. If you're looking for the best sleep ever at factory direct prices, go to brooklynbedding.com. Mattresses start at just $499. You'll save $25 off every order with promo code UPSIDE25. That's brooklynbedding.com. American-owned and American-made. They own the sleep solution because they own the factory. If I know you, you can think right now about what your underwear drawer looks like. Ladies, I'm looking at you, and you know that you have some bras in there that need to be replaced. They're uncomfortable or totally worn out, or you don't even wear them. They're just sitting there. So maybe it's time to replace those with some, some third love bras. I did that a couple of months ago, and I have not looked back. I was a customer of theirs that loved the company before they became an advertiser on our show. They have bras in over 80 sizes, cups double A through I. They have half cups. They have bands 30 to 48 in size. And you can go on their website, thirdlove.com slash upside. Take their Fit Finder quiz. It will ask you a lot of seemingly random questions that will actually really help you get your perfect fit. They'll send you your perfect fit bra. You can wash it. You can wear it. You can live in it for 60 days. And if you decide you don't like it, you can send it back and they'll give it to a woman in need. How cool is that? You know, it's so upsidey and I love that. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first order. That's thirdlove.com slash upside. Please know this, if you have tried CBD and it didn't work for you, or you're just nervous because you don't exactly know what to buy or what to do, know this, not all CBD is created equal. Maybe the stuff that you purchased wasn't quality. Maybe the stuff that you purchased was just CBD and in a super, super low dose. What you need is high quality product from people who know exactly what they're doing. The folks at Hemp Fusion are those people. They know that CBD works best for your body when it's combined with other natural ingredients. So Hemp Fusion CBD is blended with omegas and terpenes and other natural ingredients to help you specifically with stress or sleep or energy. Go check out hempfusion.com. And when you're ready to buy, use the promo code UPSIDE. You'll get 20% off plus free shipping. Hempfusion.com, 20% off your first order and free shipping at that website using the promo code UPSIDE. Today is Tuesday, which means we have a bonus episode out today. 20 brutal truths about life that nobody wants to admit. Remember, we talked about this right after the first of the year, and one of those truths uh, actually made you cry. I believe it was the pursuit of happiness is exactly what is preventing you from finding it. Was it? Was that the one that made me cry? Yes. I think that's what it was. Uh, But that's Which is funny, because some of them were like getting really deep into it, and then others were like, that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. That doesn't make sense. Uh, 50, 50, not 50, 50, but, but it was an article in Inc.com and, and we covered a few of them on the show, but uh, we promised that we would dig into all of them. So 
Those will be out today at 2 p.m. And uh, if you want to get episodes like that, bonus episodes, completely commercial-free and a few days earlier than uh, than now, text the word HORDE, H-O-R-D-E, to 800-434-5454. That's uh, the main perks, one of the perks, one of the main perks, words are hard. <laughs> That is one of the main perks of being a part of the advisory horde. So text HORDE to 800-434-5454. Now, I was listing off things every year. I make a list of things I learned in that year. And my idea was at some point, I would love to give that to our kids and our grandkids. Because how cool like to see what your grandmother learned every single year. So when big life lessons happen... For that year, I write them in my phone, and then I do a once-a-year blog post on them. We were talking about them on the last show. You're wasting your time writing it down because by the time you have grandkids, they'll just use their iPhone 78 to read your mind. I know, right? They'll just hold the mind-reading sensor up to your temple and suck the memories out of you. That's true. So don't bother writing it. (laughs) So there was one on my list that Jeff disagreed with. And it's actually the biggest lesson that I learned last year and I've been working through in therapy. So I am curious as to why you take issue with this one. And my last lesson was go into friendships the same way that you would go into relationships and proceed with caution. Like you don't, I have a really bad habit of jumping into friendships blindly doing overexerting myself in the friendship, meaning, oh, I'll do anything for you. I'll invite you everywhere. I'll do everything, whatever. And then six months, seven months down the line, I'm like, oh, this really isn't someone that I share friendship values with and we should not be friends anymore. And that happened a couple of times last year. So I went into my therapist and I said, what's my role in this? Like the common denominator is me. So what's the deal? And she said, I think you jump into friendships too quickly and give too much too soon. And you wouldn't do that in a dating relationship. And I'm like, of course I wouldn't. I think here's my issue with it is I don't think the problem is how quickly you or anyone enters into a relationship, I think the issue is knowing when to get out of it. Because to me, there's something, whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship or anything, there's almost something romantic and exciting about just diving in quick and putting it all out there. Like, right? there's something cool about that. And it's if you if you proceed with caution then i think the su- the subtle message the subconscious message is proceed looking for what's wrong see i don't see it that way at all because i mean jeff knows so i had two major friend breakups last year and you know those situations jeff do you think that i should have bailed on those friendships earlier no, I don't know about the timing of it. Um, one of them, I think it was just a, a situation where her life drastically changed and the person she changed into was no longer somebody compatible with you. So Right, but there were red flags with that that I ignored because I just wanted to see everything as perfect. I don't think you ignored the red flags. Like I think you were very aware of them as... Yeah, I don't really because the way I see it is, oh, my gosh, I'm obsessed with you. Let's be best friends. Let's do all this stuff. I'll help you. Love me. Love me. And then I find out like a year into it that it's not reciprocated. 
But right, a year so, is a long time to be friends with someone for things to not be reciprocated. Yeah, like I we, should have seen that either way earlier or yeah, proceeded well, with caution. Try doing that for a decade and a half, <laughs> Callie. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and not to be passive aggressive because I feel like when we say stuff like that, we should, you know, just like acknowledge Jeff's last job. Last well, I, it's no, I don't want to be like, oh, we're making digs. We're not making digs. We're right. I, I'm making, out facts. I'm making fun of myself for like, Callie's like, oh, there should have been red flags. And I, whatever. Love is blind. It does. Yeah. It, <laughs> do, it doesn't matter. But the point is, I don't think there's anything wrong with entering. If you find somebody who feels really compatible and things are really great, then you enter into it, whether it's romantic or friendship. And then when you enter into it, if you get down the road and you realize that things aren't matching up the way you thought they should, then at that point you question, is it different now? Has it always been different? And you evaluate and then you pull the, you know, but I think the difference is if you were in a dating relationship with me and the, our first date, I was like, so I really feel good about this relationship. Should we get married? You would be like, holy psycho, red flag running. But, you the didn't, but you're not, it's, but that's what I do with friends. I don't think you do. I think you are putting a lot of fault or blame on yourself when circumstances change. Like I know the one who was the other one. Um, there was one that I did a lot for and tried to help like coach with business that wound up kind of like oh. competing with me. And then there was another one that was a friend that I was like, oh, you're not a very honest person and I am scared of you. <laughs> but there, I think, yeah, in both of those circumstances, once you learn more about them, you get out. I think that's fine. Like I don't with my whole friendship with Jen that lasted so long, like I would not have changed anything like helping her personally, helping her professionally, being a good friend, being a shoulder to cry on, being supportive when her family needed it, being supportive of her, her husband, all of that celebrating her husband's work accomplishments. But you guys had already been friends for 10, 12 years. Right. But what I'm saying is, and then there was a discovery and we'll never be friends again. Like, it's just, it's just, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think I did anything wrong. I'm proud of how I carried myself. I think you should be proud of how you carry yourself. I also will say that I think men and women process friendships very differently. Well, I think those are two totally different things because the friendships that I'm talking about were fairly new. We're fairly new. And I was doing things for people that I would also do for my best friends that I've known for seven years, 10 years, you know, yeah. like your relationship with Jen was you guys were really good friends. I mean, she was in our wedding, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you guys friend broke up, that was a big deal. Like maybe were there red flags? Okay. But you guys were so intertwined in each other's lives. Right. You know? Yeah. I guess I see what you're I was saying. just blind to mine. And then when they didn't work out, I was like, why do I feel blindsided by this? How did I not see this before? I guess, I mean, I guess proceeding with caution is never a bad thing. I just hope you're not assigning more blame to yourself than you deserve. Um, I don't know if I do that, but remember we were talking about, and I love talking about this because I think it's really important about owning your, instead of looking at things as why do they always happen to me saying, Hey, what's my role in this and right. taking ownership of, of your part of creating a problem because right. 
there's two sides to every instead of saying thing. why does this always happen to me say what can i learn from this right what can i learn for this or what is my role in this right. um either one so that's kind of what i was doing so i actually don't think those friendships are my fault um but i do think okay i rushed into that and definitely that's something i need to work on got it uh, all right, we're doing something very, very cool later today, so you'll hear more about it on tomorrow's episode, but uh, if you remember a couple weeks ago, Callie got invited to her high school to speak to, she was one of three distinguished alumni to come back and speak, <laughs> and while she was there, she met their podcasting club, and they have invited us down this afternoon to be interviewed by them on their show. First of all, how cool is it that a school has a podcast club? Like, how awesome is that? Um, and second of all, they were so nice and so cool. And they said, do you, would you guys want to come hang and maybe let us interview you? And they also had some questions, I think, that you would probably be able to answer way better than me. So we're going to go hang out with them. And Jeff is bringing a gift. Yeah, uh, we can't say what it is because it'll ruin the surprise. But I thought it would be nice to bring them um, a podcast-related gift. Yeah. So, so we're going with gifts in hand and these kids are probably going to like stun the pants off of us. Cause you know, we're they, probably going to be working for them in like five years. Right. <laughs> so we're, we're not going to um, be on a podcast. We're going to network for our future careers. We are. Yes. Thank you for listening to the upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed. So you never miss an episode of the upside. I don't have the map yet, but I can list off the first four states that we can color in. Okay. Uh, we have gotten phone calls in the past 24 hours from New York, mm -hmm. Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. Florida, mm -hmm. and Tennessee. Cool. So, uh, wait, did I say New York first? Yeah. I didn't mean to say, why did I say New York first? Georgia, Pennsylvania, <laughs> Tennessee, and Florida. I don't know where New York came from. Uh, but yeah, so Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, and Pennsylvania are all colored in on the map with our quest to get somebody to call the show from each of the 50 states. And right now it's a mental map. And I don't think, <laughs> yeah, and I don't think we should, I don't think it should be a, um, like it can't just be like, hey, somebody told me to call this number. I'm in Delaware. Yeah, no, you have to be a listener of the show. You have to be an upsider. You have to have something to say. And I, we don't want to just get it to, like, if you want to tell your friends in other states to listen to our show, but we're not just trying to get people to call and go, hey, to Jimmy from Wyoming, color me in. I think the Dakotas are going to be hardest for us. Goodbye. You'd be surprised. There's a lot of people in North Dakota. Really? Yeah, your dad has people there. He lived there for a while. When he was five. Uh, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be like the W states, the Wisconsin, the Wyoming's. Hmm. All right, W's, bring it. Hey guys, I'm calling. My wife uh, has been an avid listener since your podcast came out, and uh, it's part of her morning routine, which also makes it part of my morning routine. And she actually got us started with the gratitude journal at the beginning of the year. It's been absolutely fantastic, and really love what y'all are doing. But I was calling because my wife is turning 40 this week, and I uh, just wanted to, hopefully she hears this, and Tara, if you're listening and you hear this, um, happy birthday, baby. I love you more than anything in the world. Um, so grateful for you and what you have done to help me and change my life, but also just appreciate you and the mother that you are for our kids. Uh, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. So 
Uh, love you, babe. Hope you have a great birthday. Thanks, Callie and Jeff. Working out is hard. It's always been hard. Even when it's easy, it's still hard. Bomba socks can't change that, but they can make it more comfortable. So if your resolution is to get fit this year, start by getting socks that can keep up every step of the way. I've been wearing Bomba socks for months now and I love them. My favorite is the women's lightweight no-show socks. And I like them because I work out in them, but I can also wear them with a bunch of my slip-on tennis shoes that are day-to-day and they work well for both. Also, did you know that socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters? Bombas socks were created to change that. For every pair we buy, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. You know that I love that. Go to bombas.com slash upside today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off. Hi, guys. This is Leslie I love the idea of marking off each state where you get a call from, but I think you're thinking too small. I think you guys need a world map because um, I've heard calls from Canada and Australia. Bye. Hey, y'all. This is Kathy. Just calling to say happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Callie. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Callie. Love you guys. Bye. Your game show music is the bomb. I am always dancing to it in the car, and I am singing it in my head all day long. So thank you for that little bit of happiness that you put into my life every day. I'm going to have to be that person that plays devil's advocate with the weight loss discussion from Thursday's podcast. Not to discount what people have done because it's absolutely incredible, but commenting on somebody's weight if you aren't entirely sure what's going on is a really slippery slope. Some people are losing weight because they are ill. Some people are losing weight intentionally but not in a healthy way and they have some disordered behaviors going on. Some people are losing weight because they're depressed. So instead, what I think you could do say, oh, you know, how have you been feeling? And if they say, oh, I feel so good because I've been eating healthy, you say, that's so great. I'm so happy for you. But then to just go right in for the weight thing, um, I know some people have worked so hard for specifically that goal in healthy ways, but there are others that have not, and we don't always know what's going on. Thanks so much for having these important conversations on your show. Love you guys. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Marnie. And hey, I know we always thank you for the content, but I wanted to thank you for always asking us to give you feedback and for opinion. So I appreciate that you send out your survey. I appreciate that you ask us about the ads. But the one thing I have to tell you is that I normally hate commercials. I hate commercials on TV, on the radio, anywhere. But I actually love the ads that you guys do. And I think that's because you're so thoughtful about selecting who you'll partner with as an ad partner. And maybe the reason is because I end up buying all kinds of really cool stuff that I would have never found through you. So, for example, the Rossies I'm wearing to work today are my new favorite shoes. Thank you very much, Callie. But anyway, I just want to thank you so much for investing so much, not just in the content, but to try to make sure you guys are building a show that we love and especially for bringing in the ad partners that you do. Thanks so much for everything. We love you guys. Bye. I'm truly thankful that we're all here. And if you just started your journey here, welcome aboard and enjoy the ride. No matter where you're at in life, be it a high or low, it's always better when you're looking to it from the upside.